Welcome to Here We Are, the podcast where we discuss what makes us human through the lenses of story and curiosity. I'm your host, Joy Bork. The cool thing about producing my own podcast is that I get to choose what we do and when we do it. So today you're going to hear a special bonus edition because last week I got an email from my friend Becky with a story of what the Things and Stuff series reminded her of. So without further ado, here is Becky and the Sextant. Hi, my name is Becky and I live in the Chicago suburbs. A little over three years ago, we moved my mom, who was then 89 years old, out of the house where she had lived for 45 years. In that time, a lot of stuff that had belonged to long-deceased family members had sat in the attic and basement collecting dust, and clearing them out was a monumental task, especially for me, an only child. My girls, my friends, we all went through the heaps. There were rusty tools, electric meters, old linens, empty cans of oil, creepy dolls. Some of them had eyes, some of them did not. It was an antique dealer's gamut. One item particularly baffled us, and I finally identified it online as a sextant, a tool used by sailors to measure distance. It was really well kept. It had a custom wood case, it was lined with velvet, and each piece had its own individual compartment. But at the time, it was just one more thing, and we couldn't ask my mom about all the things because her Depression-era self could not imagine getting rid of any of it, and we had already moved her on to a less cluttered home. We held an estate sale, and the sextant was one of the first items the initial wave of hardcore shoppers went for. I held my ground on price. I knew what that thing was worth, and despite some gentleman's best efforts, I got that amount for it after some bickering. It was a moment of pride, and there were a few high fives, for sure. Fast forward, we spent a little time with my mom later, debriefing about the sale. It turns out that the sextant was my grandfather's. He was a hoarder. He had been a carpenter. He had been in World War I. But to my knowledge, he had never sailed. I don't even know if he ever was on the water. But he found that tool to be something special. He wanted to move out of state when my mom and aunt were young. And the sextant was so precious to him that he kept it at the ready on a chair in the dining room so he wouldn't forget it in this move, which never happened. Mom said that it sat in the same spot for many years, awaiting the unrealized adventure. While I sometimes regret not keeping that piece, I also know that someone else's most prized possessions cannot always be ours. I hope that the sextant has ended up in the hands of someone who cherishes it despite not knowing its full history. So here we are. This story resonates with so much of what we've discussed about our relationship to things and stuff to this point. Some tend to keep things because of their life experiences, as Becky mentioned about her Depression-era mother. Some end up taking the role of assessing value of these items, 
which becomes more difficult when the full story isn't known. The point is, we all have choices in how we choose to relate to things and stuff. So after producing this whole series, I realized there are many things that I personally have ascribed value to that no longer holds the same sentimental weight. So in these past few weeks, I've sold quite a few items that I've been holding on to just because I feel like I should. And oddly enough, it feels freeing to let go. This has been a key part of my journey in becoming more settled in who I am, in choosing what I want to look like, what I want to be surrounded by, and taking agency for who I am becoming. So without meaning to, I think I produced this series for myself, just in time to act on the information and bring a new level of freedom for myself. I hope what we've learned together has had a positive impact on you as well. If you've got a story that came to mind while listening to this series, record a voice memo and email it to me at herewearethepodcast at gmail.com or leave a message on the story line by calling 312-620-0567. You could also get in touch with me by leaving a comment on Here We Are's Facebook or Instagram. Just search for Here We Are, the podcast. Thank you so much to Becky for sharing your story with me. Thanks to Lisa for the logo, and thank you so much to all of you for listening and spreading the word about this podcast. I can't do it without you. If you want to go a step further, join my Patreon tribe for as little as $2 a month. At least go to my Patreon page and read the descriptions, because I thought they were really funny when I wrote them. And as always, remember that curiosity wins, and the world needs more nerds. Bye!